Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Every morning at 9 o'clock, Sarah Cazell takes us through all the material. Not all of it. The good stuff Only on social media. Only the stuff I can media. read on yes, the air. That, that is true. <laughs> we call it social studies, and the time for it is right now. It is now! Welcome into Social Studies, everyone. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Our questions go there every single day, courtesy of our Jarrett Carlin. And I just have the task of finding my favorite responses from you fun, creative people. Let's start off with the Cardinals and the Vikings. They play Sunday in Minneapolis. And as we usually do on a football Friday, we are asking the Cardinals will beat the Vikings if fill in the blank. What do you got, Bick? Anything? I got. Uh, I'm, I'm going to continue to lean on the, the Cardinals. Turnover ratio has actually been really good. They're among league, league leaders in turnover differential. If they win by plus two or more, now the Vikings have been good in that area too. So yeah, it could be a challenge. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a good way of uh, of looking at it. I'm going to say if they have more rushing yards than the Minnesota Vikings. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll take that. If Patrick uh, Peterson doesn't have two picks. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, on that note, Brian Barger says the Cardinals will defeat the Vikings on Sunday if they throw at Patrick Peterson the entire game. <laughs> it, unless he uses his giant mouth to catch the ball, he'll give up 300 yards receiving. Jeez. Ouch, Brian. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. The fan base, I guess, is not on Patrick They're Peterson's side anymore. of him, no. So much. Absurd Handles says the Cardinals will beat the Vikings if they score a touchdown on their opening oh, drive. Oh, come on. That's not Absurd Handle. That's an absurd suggestion. Hey. Just joking. Uh, let's see. Isaiah Utley says the Cardinals will beat the Vikings if Kyler Murray plays like the quarterback he is paid to be. He's got to be due for a 300-yard, three-touchdown game soon. Right? 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 And the Jew says the Cardinals will beat the Vikings if they can convert on third downs. Okay. Did anybody say if Cliff and Kyler get along on the sidelines? No, but I saw somebody wrote, uh, P. Becker wrote, if they calm the F down. That's funny. (laughs) That's a good answer. Yeah, that's pretty good. I wasn't sure if I should have read that. Uh, All right, moving on to our next question. The Buccaneers lost to the Ravens last night on Thursday night football. Things are not looking so hot for Tom Brady on the football field, nor off. Um, He and Giselle Boonchin shared on their respective social media channels today that they have filed for divorce. So, a sad time to be Tom Brady all around. Uh, what all-time great athlete has had the saddest end to their career? Now, this I, got really dark in the responses. Did. Not what Super I was intending. Dark. Yeah, because you, you automatically go to athletes who died during their careers. Yeah, or were seriously injured, yeah. There was a lot of Len Bias and Thurman Munson and Brian, Roberto Clemente. Brian Piccolo. Yeah. yeah. Lou Gehrig. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. I, I meant sort of like the Tom Brady, the Willie like Mays and the Mets looking. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not willing to put Brady there just yet. Okay. There's still time to turn it around. I remember <laughs> being... Well, he's, I mean, he's still playing okay. It's not like he's been Yeah, benched. I guess this is bad for Tom Brady. Yes, but the standard not. is Red so Red Hole's high. ending in Arizona wouldn't all that pretty. Oh, that was a, that's a good one and a local one. I, I, I think Terrell Suggs probably got some mention. Oh, coming, definitely. Coming back to Arizona. Yep. Um, but a guy... 
for injury's sake, uh, another local guy, Brandon Webb, mm-hmm. was one of the top pitchers in baseball and made one start and hurt his shoulder and or his elbow and never was it his shoulder or his elbow? I always forget. But he never never pitched in the major leagues again. Yeah. That that's a pretty tough one. So we'll we'll keep it a little bit lighter. Yes. Someone said Greg Oden. Caleb said Greg Oden because his knees were collecting social security. Oh gosh. <laughs> Diego Rivers says, How about Larry Legend? He just walked away and wasn't celebrated the way a legend should have been. He will be inducted into the Arizona Sports Hall of Fame next week. Is that right? Mm-hmm, By the way, the ovation he got at the Suns game the other night, man, that this is a fan base that really wanted to say goodbye to him. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. And then Al Thompson says it would have to be Joe Namath as an L.A. Ram. And that's He just had a really bad game and then was benched for the season and retired. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, not nothing tragic happened there. Gam- Gambo just texted me a good Ooh, one. Uh, Steve Carlton. You remember Steve Carlton at the end, Bick? Oh, uh, yeah. He changed. I think he pitched on four different teams, and he was terrible. The White for all Sox, was White that Sox, one? Twins, Cleveland, and somebody else. So just but, flamed out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I mean, he, was up, he was up there in years, but that's a good one, Gambo. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next question, our final question. And we were talking about great game day environments at the start of the show because Dan Bickley, you mentioned how lit the Philly sports scene is right now, and the anticipation of Mullet Arena. Well, that too. Yeah, I guess we'll keep it local, won't we? Uh, so what is the the best arena, ballpark, or stadium environment or atmosphere that you have ever experienced? I, I said it at the time. I still was absolutely blown away. I watched the first time I went to go see a GCU basketball game. It was oh. a big game against New Mexico State when Pascal Siakam was there. And the place was... As the kids say, lit. Lit. It was lit. Yeah. GC. I've only been to one game, and it was awesome. Yeah. I had chills. Uh, Growing up in the old Chicago Stadium was pretty outrageously cool. A great vibe there. Um... Death Valley, where LSU plays home games. In fact, Jaden Daniels is playing Alabama this weekend Ooh. in Death Valley. That's going to be quite a scene. Yes. Wow. Yes. And, okay. and that LSU team can occasionally look very much like that Tennessee team. So that's going to be interesting. Death Valley, is it, it that lives up to expectations. It would take me a long time to yeah. go through. I've been blessed to be in so many of these environments. Hey, were you guys at the... Uh Wild card game, Diamondbacks, Rockies. Yes, because people say when when Archie hit that triple, that was about as was electric cr- as it was there crazy. Is. Yeah, but for prolonged too. I mean, recently the Suns' first playoff run at Footprint Center when they went yeah. to the finals was just unbelievable every single night. Yeah, Tyler Hamelwright wrote that one in the value night particularly was yep. pretty incredible. That whole playoff run in 2021 was Dan Bickley voice outstanding. Uh, you guys are going to, or maybe not you, Bic, but Vince, don't roll your eyes. McHale Center is an insane environment. I know it's, I think it's, it's dropped good. off a little bit, yeah. but when I was a student there, oh my gosh. When I was a student wild. there. I don't know. Yeah. I would never step foot oh inside gosh. that building. So. Oh, you don't like no. good basketball. All right. I, I, my I, I've, I've been in that ar- arena. Uh, you have? For women's basketball and, oh, okay. and a graduation. Yeah. Oh, nice. Graduation where they mentioned uh, a, uh, U of A's streak over ASU in football about 300 times during an academic celebration, but You whatever. would never do that. Yeah. All right. Mock wow, my world. A long time ago. Update. 
uh, celebrity sports fans, celebrities who are big sports fans, 40% of the vote going to Jarrett Carlin. Wow. Jack Nicholson, Spike Lee, Billy Crystal, Vince Vaughn. Vince, you're in second right now. 32%. Bill Murray, Jerry Seinfeld, Blake Shelton locally, and Ashley Judd. I've got 16% of the vote. Dan, you've got 12. Oh, wow. Look at us go. Wow. I expected a lot more even voting this yeah. week, to be quite honest. Vic has the coolest team, and I have the oldest team, so I don't know what that means. Yeah, I know Jack Nicholson and Spike Lee are the first two that you really think of when you think of celebrity sports fans, but they're kind of, in my eyes, like outdated references now. There are newer, fresher well, people. Well, that's why I had Billy Crystal for the young... <laughs> to keep it young, <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> for the hip people. <laughs> right, right. Thank you, Sarah. Thank Thanks you. Thanks to everybody who participated in uh, social studies. You can uh, get in on that fun at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Coming up next, not the first time the Arizona Cardinals will see one of their all-time great defensive backs in another uniform, but he's kind of shined the spotlight on himself. We'll get into what Patrick Peterson said ahead of this matchup next. Spickley and Murata mornings on this football Friday. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Football Friday with Bickley and Murata. Presented by 72 Soul. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We got a home game, and I know Skull Nation, they're going to be fired up. Vikings are 5-1 trying to improve on that said uh, record. And hopefully, Pat P, man, you know them interceptions, they come mm-hmm. in bunches. You know, you want to, you want to. That they do. You want to you wanna fall in some more? Do. You about to say something? Hey. Yeah, I am about to say something. What you got? I'm getting two October 30th. I'm getting two October 30th. Watch what I say. I like that. I like you already know who's playing. Oh, I already know who y'all are playing. I already know. So yeah, I already know. I already know. How, I already know. Well, you already fired up. You got a whole week, man. Just calm down. You just you're a little too fired up. Listen, right listen. I can't wait, Matt. Was uh. Was, is it fair to ask, was Patrick Peterson doing something else during that podcast? <laughs> All the pauses. I love it. He's like, do you, do you want to say something? Yeah, I'm going to say something. Yeah. yeah He's going to get two on October 30th. It was so staged, it was cringy. <laughs> That's right? a good way to put it. Right. As that a was great Patrick Peterson. Would never it's like, a, it's like on a talk show when they have to set up a story, but the guest doesn't get it at first, that they're asking him the question to get to a certain story. Patrick's like, oh yeah, 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 I want to predict that I'm going to <laughs> That's from the Patrick Peterson Brian McFadden All Things Covered podcast. He's predicting two interceptions mm-hmm. this Sunday, October 30th against Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Which, look... He's we, coming off his best game. He is, and he's played... And, you know, uh, I haven't watched a ton of Vikings football this year. Looking at the pro football focus numbers, he's been decent this year mm-hmm. in terms of grading by... PFF. Uh, I think, you know, we had Pete Bursich on this week and he, he talked about Patrick Peterson being, you know, coming off that good game, being better than he was last year. Um, Patrick Peterson has animosity toward the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, you think? There's no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it snakes is, in the grass, Vinny. The snakes in the grass, all of that stuff. The last couple of years in Arizona did not go well for Patrick Peterson. He got the, the six game PED suspension, came back, really wasn't the same player. Really going back earlier than that, and there was adversity in his career here in Arizona. Remember 
the the whole diabetic uh, yeah, or, yeah. Or, ordeal issues, where he yeah, right. really struggled with that, and uh, that affected his play, and he came back and bounced back. But mm-hmm. I'm always fascinated, Bick, on the number of former Arizona athletes and how the current Arizona fan base looks at those guys. Like Patrick Peterson is right now because he's wearing an, another uniform. He's mm-hmm. still active. And he's been outspoken against the Cardinals, and he does hold that animosity. There's no love from Arizona to to Patrick Peterson right now. Well, it, it got complicated. He he went from being a, a, a superstar in the making as a rookie to breaking records to being this guy that we thought this is going to be the next uh, the the most entertaining, iconic juggernaut of an athlete we've ever seen. Uh, and and then he kind of waned off a little bit. And then for a minute, he became the NFL's first three-way player in forever, where he was playing offense, defense, and special teams. Yeah, I'd forgotten and, about that. And that was different. And, and then there was the, the diabetes and the health issues he had to get on top of. And then there was the PED suspension. And that that's kind of not, where things change, change. not only there, yes. but, but the way he kind of interpreted how the Cardinals should have supported him during that. And, and I think that was sort of what everything broke apart. There was a time when the Cardinals had a secondary that was extremely close. They were the talk of football, and pretty much all those guys have no love for the Cardinals right now. Yeah, Patrick Peterson, Rashad Johnson has Tyron been outspoken. Matthew, Tyron Matthew, Gerard obviously. Powers. Yeah. Um, uh, that, and, and Tony Jefferson. Tony Jefferson. He was part of yep. that group, too. Mm-hmm. And they were super close. They'd go on vacation together, all that stuff. And Patrick Peterson was the ringleader there. Um, Patrick Peterson sounds confident. And like I said, he's coming off a game. When the Vikings played the Dolphins, uh, they had to deal with some serious wide receivers there. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and he had his best game of the season. He had an interception, three pass breakups. Uh, the Vikings have installed a new defense, and, and their new head coach has given Patrick Peterson a a lot of credit in, in not only learning it, but teaching it to, to the rest of the secondary. So, I don't know. I mean, he, he's clearly feeling it, and and I'm sure the Cardinals are aware of those comments. All that being said about the current thought from Arizona to Patrick Peterson, from the fan base, going back, he was a top-five draft pick in 2011, played 10 years, Three times an all uh, first team All Pro made you know what was it eight Pro Bowls in a row mm-hmm. as a Cardinal. But again, if you ask most Cardinal fans, how would you rate Patrick Peterson's career in Arizona one to ten? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be tens across the board. If I just gave no. you those attributes for a first-round pick of any other team, it didn't attach the team or the player or who it was. You'd say, "Oh, that's a smashing he, success." In reality, he's probably a top five. Seven Arizona Cardinal of all time, probably. I don't know he's that high since eighty eight, but, but, but I, I do know I, he's certainly he's he's certainly in in the upper echelon. But I think it's also it's the unfulfilled promise of of matching up to that incredible start. And I, I've said this repeatedly: sports fans love nothing more than to see something they've never seen before, and that's what we were getting from Patrick Peterson as oh, a rookie. That rookie, I mean, punt returns. It was like it was ridiculous. And it was his rookie season was strange too because that was the year of the lockout, so everything got delayed and Patrick Peterson I remember having the discussions during training camp that year and people you know Ken Wisenhunt wasn't starting him in the preseason and there was some speculation of whether or not he was even going to start he made his mark as a punt returner electrifying four punt returns for a touchdown in one season and that kind of 
glazed over the fact that he was just okay as a mm-hmm. corner to start. And that second year is when the punt returns dropped off and he took off as a corner. I agree with Jared. I think he's probably top seven Arizona Cardinal of all time. Okay. Aeneas, I'd have to sit down with that. Before. Aeneas Williams, Kurt Warner, Larry Fitzgerald, Anquan Bolden. Adrian Wilson. Adrian Wilson. Carson Palmer? Carson, uh, I mean, Patchett. It was really good. Those, those, things, you, short time. those things you, know, you read off Johnson about. Johnson was great for a short uh, period. Well, he's yeah, the greatest I guy, I top five greatest David guy. David Johnson for on that Johnson, list. For sure. I mean, he was dominant for, for a year. Mm-hmm. Those, those numbers you read off for Patrick Peterson, Sidney eight straight Rice. Pro Bowls, three yeah, all pro guess. first okay. team. Okay. Yeah. All right, but I don't. My point being, I don't think the, the Cardinal fans again. They don't. They don't put him in that echelon. And maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll hear from him on Twitter. But what will? We, what are we prepared to do on Monday if Patrick Peterson has two picks? <laughs> Calling sick. <laughs> what am I prepared to do? I'm prepared to walk on water and fly through the air. That's how unlikely that's going to be. <laughs> we'll hold you to it. That's now. Out there, it's it's been recorded by our computers, Jarrett. You put, huh? you put it out there. Stay tuned. Can you bet on individual uh, uh, interceptions for players? Can bet on everything. Sure probably. Uh, yeah. Come, uh, coming up, we'll continue our uh, football Friday. Jarrett Carlin's got the sports kebab next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Final half hour of the show, everybody. Yes, we are about to get to the Sports Kebab by our Jarrett Carlin. But first, we're heading to our website, ArizonaSports.com, to look at today's poll question. And we're talking about tonight's matchup between the Suns and the Pelicans in downtown Phoenix. Which team is a better matchup for the Suns, more advantageous for the Suns, when they face the Pelicans or when they face the Warriors? What is more advantageous for the Suns? Yes. What's a better matchup for the Suns? Mm, that's a that's a. T- I would say the Warriors' style of play matches up better with the way the Suns play. But they have better players, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna. I don't. I guess I'll go New Orleans. I guess. But that series was not fun last year. No, <laughs> scrappy. All right, the Warriors get 64% of the vote. Better matchup for the Suns. 36% say it's New Orleans. Uh, prediction, Chris Paul goes 15 for 15 from the floor. Tonight. Ooh, <laughs> Where we heard that. That would be something. He's going to one-up himself from the last time he played the Pelicans. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, that's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 <laughs> Are you joking? It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Oh, 9.30 is here on Friday. Jared Carlin takes the reins for what he calls the sports kebab. Oh, baby. Sports news skewered. That's right. That is the tagline. And this sports kebab, guys, may have a different atmosphere today. Because I was inspired by Elon Musk, so... I decided to buy the station so that everyone will be forced to respect me and think I'm funny now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not too thrilled about Elon buying Twitter. 
I'm just glad that we work in sports so we don't have to talk about guys like that who are eagle maniacal, ultra sensitive, and just think they're smart just because they're rich, you know? Yeah, totally. Aaron Rodgers in the news again. So Yes, Packers quarterback and buff Shaggy. <laughs> What? From Scooby-Doo, Aaron Rodgers called out his teammates for the team's struggles. He blamed his young receivers. He blamed his offensive weapons. And he refused to apologize after the fact. He really threw some of his teammates under the bus. Now, to be fair, it was an electric, retro, fuel-efficient Volkswagen bus. (laughs) But still... I just don't like how Rodgers blames everyone but himself. I mean, that's so much BS. In fact, ironically, the only part of Aaron Rodgers that isn't full of crap is his colon. (laughs) (laughs) So it's something to see Rodgers struggle this season in the midst of all this scrutiny because he was always able to sort of dominate despite whatever was going on in his personal life. You know, Rodgers is not married and has no relationship with his family. Family, or as Tom Brady calls it, an idyllic life. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Damn! Too soon. Yeah, oh, well, so no, uh, guys, things are not going well for Tom Brady on the field, off the field, in the standings. Tampa's lost three in a row. He looks miserable, and it feels like his personal life is catching up to him. I mean, his divorce really seems to be affecting him. I'll give you an example, guys, okay? Usually, Tom spends his post-game presser, you know, breaking down the game, analyzing it and stuff. Did you see last night's game? After last night's game, he was seen eating a TV dinner with a 40 of Old English while introducing his children to their new mommy, a bowling alley waitress named Rhonda. Oh. Rhonda. Sad, really. Like you, a nice well, she was nice, but, you know, the horse voice, really. Now, it's never good when you're all-time great legendary athlete, but you have the vibes of Millhouse's dad. <laughs> but yes, I mean, Tom Brady, we talked about earlier, Tom Brady's divorce officially went through today. Brady said the marriage was ending because the pair was drifting apart. While Giselle said, I don't date losers. (laughs) That was the end of that. But Tom Brady's fall is other teams gain as the Panthers will play the Falcons this weekend for first place in the NFC South. Imagine that. Steve Wilkes leading that Panthers team to first place. I mean, would I be disgusted or would I be shocked? I would say both, really. Think about it. Speaking of below 500 teams, how about the Lakers? They're off to an 0 and 4 start, and it is glorious. Especially since the fans are starting to turn on them. Lakers fan and Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist Flea tweeted harsh criticism, saying he's angry and ashamed to be a fan. Now, to put that in context. This is a person who performs with green hair, wearing only a sock, (laughs) and the Lakers are what embarrasses him. (laughs) And star Anthony Davis is not helping. As you mentioned, Vince, he just does not look smooth out there. I mean, he's always getting hurt. He's gangly. He's awkward. He's falling down. He somehow has the same dexterity of a 12-year-old who made a wish on a Zoltar 
machine and suddenly became big. And it's doubly good when the Lakers suck because the Suns are doing great. They're 3-1 and one with wins over the Mavs, the Clippers, and most recently, the champion Golden State Warriors. That win was punctuated by Clay Thompson losing his mind and getting thrown out. Look, I'm not saying that he's delicate, that he's soft, and he's easily to leave an impression on. But his name is literally Clay. (laughs) And man, what a great win that was, right? Totally satisfying, high intensity, and it was a blowout. I mean, that win was such a work of art, two hippies threw soup at it. (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen this? Have you seen this guy's this this trend of protesters throwing food on on priceless paintings? This is absolutely shocking and disgusting. Waste of soup. I don't understand. (laughs) It's perfectly good. What do you? Now I'm not sure if these protests will save the environment. You know that's what they're trying to do here. But they did have one positive effect. Okay, so maybe it's not all bad. You know when he heard that people were just throwing soup and mashed potatoes around. Andy Reid immediately bought a season pass to the Kansas City Museum of Art. So, oh boy. Seen, seen licking a Van Gogh. Oh. Hey, can somebody ruin this painting with gravy? And Can I get some fried chicken over here? And finally, the Arizona Cardinals head to Minnesota to play the Vikings. And former Cardinal Patrick Peterson. We were just talking about this. I'm looking forward to that. Imagine if Pat P matched up with DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, he will. Two all-time greats, right? Think of what they could talk about. Their favorite Cardinals memory. (laughs) Their favorite Pro Bowl game. Their favorite masking agent. And... (laughs) Just go on and on. That's all. <laughs> Good ending, Jerry. Great ending. Great ending. You do have a lot in common. <gasps> What'd you do during your six weeks? Yeah, well, how'd you yeah. spend your time yeah. off? How'd you get your strength back? <laughs> so, <laughs> what's the best hole at the Phoenix Open to apologize for? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's the uh, sports kebab with Jarrett Carlin. You can follow Jarrett on Twitter at JarrettGC. That's J-A-R-R-E-T-T-G-C. Not Jarrett. Not Jared. Not Garrett. Not Garrett. Not Ferret. Not Ferret or Jerry. Gerard. J-A-R-O-D, I feel like, is the most popular way people address you on the internet. The great. We have a a frequent guest on the show who spells my name J-A-R-O-D. I think I know who you're talking about. And once they do it wrong twice, it's too awkward to correct them. (laughs) Shut up, Jared. Uh, The Eagles just announced they're returning to Footprint Center March uh, 1st, 2023 for their Hotel California 2023 tour. Tickets go on sale today at 10, but you can win a pair now by visiting the contest page at ArizonaSports.com. Coming up next, our final thoughts on the Cardinals heading into Minnesota to take on the Vikings and everything else heading into the weekend. Bickley and Mariah. Of mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata, song of the day.
today's song of the day from Led Zeppelin, the immigrant song. And we're playing this because it's topical, because minutes before kickoff, this is what they will play inside the Viking Stadium. And all those Minnesota Viking fans, they will all go crazy. They will. They got a lot of traditions there. Yeah. The skull thing. They got the gi- that gigantic got- horn they blow at a the beginning. Horn. They got this. They got this. They got the, the purple uniforms. Where does this rank on your pecking order of Led Zeppelin jams? <laughs> I've always liked this song. Good song. Yeah. I don't know where I'd rank it. Probably not top five. Probably, it might be the Patrick Peterson of Led Zeppelin songs. Around seven or so. Yeah, around seven. You might think differently of it a few years after it retires. All right. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. There you go. Immigrant song, Led Zeppelin. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. A little daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia for you. And I know it's a football Friday, but it's also the beginning of the World Series. So your question today for Vinnie Joe trivia. uh, The World Series beginning in Houston tonight between the Phillies and the Astros. Since 1980, those two teams have combined to win three championships. The Phillies won in 1980 and 2008. The Astros won in 2017. The question is, can you name the World Series MVP for each one of those respective championship teams? Okay, what year was it again for the Phillies? 1980 and 2008. So 80 would be Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt is correct. You remember those teams. Bob Boone. Harvey (laughs) Bauer. Jim Lonborg. (laughs) Steve Carlton. Uh, And, And then the Astros was what year? We got another Phillies. Phillies. Oh, it's 2008. Uh, no, it was a pitcher. 08. Um, that would have been Roy Halladay. Yeah. No. No. Lefty. Oh, Cole Hamels. Cole. Oh, Cole right. Hamels. And the right. uh, Astros MVP in 2017. Is that Correa? No. Altuve. No, he's no longer with the Astros. What's his name? George Springer. Yeah. Uh. You got Mike Schmidt. That's the most important. Jerry oh Springer. <laughs> Rum Springer. <laughs> Springer Spaniel. Spring water. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cardinals headed on the road to a place that they have not won since 1977. In a while. That's going to be a uh, topic of discussion, I think, on the Fox broadcast. By the way, our guy Mark Schlereth on the call this week. Excited about that. Um, is this the year that streak comes to an end? Ten straight road losses at Minnesota for the Cardinals. I, d- I don't think it ends this this week. I just think there's too much stacked up against the Cardinals. When you consider the list of injuries that they're they're dealing with, and the Minnesota Vikings are apparently the healthiest football team on planet Earth right now. One player all week on their injury report, and that player was a full participant in, on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you, but this this Cardinals team is so hard to predict when they get on the road. They they just really are a different team, and and I don't know how that's going to translate. It's I'm, I'm having a hard time believing that a Kirk Cousins football team is going to be six and one. But but I do think in the end you're right. I think that there's just too many. If you, if you do the pros and cons and make the list, there's just too many boxes you check in the Vikings' favor. Yeah, and I would feel better about sticking to that 
that road uh, success formula that the Cardinals have been able to use, but the last time they played on the road, their offense completely went in the tank. That yeah. loss in Seattle was was not a good looking loss. What's your stat though? The J, if JJ Watt and DeAndre Hopkins play eight and zero, they are eight and zero in the in those instances where both of those guys play. Something's got to give. Do yeah. you think will will there be a wasted timeout again this week on a on a play that they I can't think, snap the ball? I think that's a safe bet. I think that's a safer bet than Patrick Peterson getting two picks. <laughs> that's the, that's the under Ben Simmons scoring bet of the week for the Cardinals. <laughs> yes. 98% of them taking the uh, wasted timeout. Mm-hmm. Will there be any frustration then shown from either coach or quarterback if that happens again? No, because now they know the cameras are on them. Yeah, I think Cliff will hold, yeah, the, hold the play sheet yes, over his face. Yes, I think I think that will not happen. I, I think that I, I'm sure that's been addressed in some in some manner. Yeah, right? I think the Cardinals will do a decent job on Justin Jefferson. I just, again, I think the Vikings have too much, and I'm not sold on the Vikings being as good as what would be a six and one record if they do take care of it. But I like the Vikings in this one, twenty seven to nineteen. Nice odd score. Nineteen. Yes. It's uh, it's boring picking multiples of seven every week. Someone's gonna miss an extra point. Yeah, how do you get to or a, four a four field a... four field goals in a touchdown? It's NFL origami, man. That's right. Score origami. Score origami. That's it. There it is. ASU on the road at Colorado. We That's tried to get it out of Sean Aguano. We wanted to know who the starting quarterback was. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't saying. No. I think he's sticking with Emory Jones, quite honestly. You do? Yeah, yeah. And that would, boy, that bring up some ire of the fan yeah. base. Yeah, the fan base is not very happy after last week. But you brought it up to Coach Aguano, Bick. Start one. How long is the leash? Do do How long is yeah. the leash for that guy? Yeah, that's it. right. That's 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 the danger in this because it's got to be Borgay, though, right? I would think Colorado but, is really terrible. So bad. Yeah. But, but Vinny's yeah, Vinny's got good instincts on on this kind of stuff when it comes to his beloved Sun Devils. And nothing else. <laughs> nothing well, at least else. there's that. And Coyotes win at the Mullet tonight. Woo! Uh, yeah, they're playing no. the Jets. Oh no. 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 <laughs> yes, I don't know. They scored I, six goals last time out. Maybe. Both wins they have, they've scored six goals, right? I want that Tampa Bay scenario to be repeated. And for those who Somebody did for the Coyotes not hear my trick. awesome hockey story, go and listen to the podcast of the program, 6 a.m. There's a great hockey story. Yes. <laughs> that we had never heard before. Listen to all the hours. hours. Yeah, listen to the whole show. Yeah, just, what else do you got to do? Thanks to Sean Aguana <laughs> for joining us. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you Monday. Wolf and Luke are up next. Do you think that would only bring more attention to it if they do it this week after that very public interaction on the field? Clearly, Everyone's going to be saying... I do not think that, Jared, because I'm advocating the exact opposite. You can frame it and say you think that. Don't ask me if I think that when I'm telling you exactly what I think and what I think is exactly the opposite of what you're asking me. I would say Aaron Rodgers is totally full of crap, but I think that ayahuasca took care of that. Contused. Heavily contused after a Heavily contused. Russell Wilson is a giant dork. No football team wants to be led by a dork. What a a dedicated (laughs) reporter. What a blessing to Arizona sports. Right. What adorable people. (laughs) 28 to 2! 28 to 2! Would that include a fullback? (gasps) The year was 1977, right?
Terry Metcalf and Wayne Morris each had two touchdowns. (laughs) The Cardinals ground out 316 yards as a team on the ground. I tell you, don't mess with me, baby. I'm going to get you, baby. I'm going to get you, baby. Can't win without me. Oh, you want me to put the headset back on now, baby? No, thank you, baby. Devin freaking Booker. Love that guy. Love that guy. What is up? The house. Where's the beef? The cub. The cub. Where does he go to school? Bears. 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 We've run out of tape. Who's got the gauze? (laughs) Back in my day, Bic, we had three channels. And we knew when everything was on. Yeah. And we liked it that way. Macho Eberflos? Tonight we got Macho Eberflos. Go unfollow yourself. Unfollow yourself. (laughs) Today, Junior, (laughs) that broadcasting school's really paying off. Uh, Howard... Bowls, sir. You're telling me these people are human beings. <laughs> now let's go get them. Memory <laughs> like the corners of my mind. Relegators, mount up. Philly's having fun. Padres year is oh done. Boy. Oh boy, that's what okay. it. Do what? 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 Calm the bleep down, Carlin. <laughs> Stop rubbing your bleeping eyes, right. Jared. Come on, Jared, shave those toes. Talk about a high knee and an aisle. The big dumper mojo. I poop my diaper. After you've pooped, that's probably the shame coming out in your voice. It's all Suarez all the time. Watch me as I sleep. Suck montage. You ponytail guys got to stick together. Kurt Warner was up there in years when he walked away from football, but he was also still playing at an incredibly high level. He walked away he with did, a lot left in the tank. He did the ex- he did the exact opposite of what Tom Brady did. Yes, he let his hair go gray. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were too busy talking about mashed potatoes.